This is the Living Room Chronicles podcast. This is the Living Room Chronicles podcast. So, Bradley. What's going on, bro? Hey, man. Um, so, let me guess. You you probably worked today. That's uh, Is that how your day went? No, I actually had the day off today. Oh, well, so what did you do? Did you do anything fun with your day off? Oh, uh, yeah. Me and Spencer went to BD's Mongolian Grill. <sighs> what time? Coventry. You guys went there at lunch, didn't you? Yeah, 11 like 11, yeah. 11.30-ish. Yeah, I probably couldn't have made it. No, your ass was out in Menor, and you would have said, yeah, but then you would have came up with something like, oh, something came I up. I got to do a drive-by listing no. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I sh- probably should have went. I probably would have been able to make it today because so I, I didn't even really get to work until like uh, 11 o'clock. Yeah, my, then Carly met up with us and... She's cooler than me. I get yeah, it. I, I get just it. ate so much food, dude. Yeah, we each got. So f- describe this to me because I've never been to BD's before. So, so. it's like a uh, stir fry, but they it's like a it's buffet, buffet style restaurant? stir fry. Yeah, it's right. kind of like hibachi because they cook it in front of you, but it's not like you're sitting at the table. Like you go up, you get a bowl, you get an empty bowl, and uh-huh. then you go in the buffet. They have like noodles, and they have chicken, pork, steak. Uh, Shrimp, um, scallop, yeah, like, and then, yeah, then a bunch of veggies, and then, yeah, and then they have like a shit ton of sauces, and then, yeah, and then the guys cook it on like a big ass flat top. Yeah, you can get like brown rice, white rice, tortillas with it. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, we each had four. So plates, it's like a buffet style hibachi. But it's only yeah. fourteen dollars for all you can eat. Yeah, so it's That's pretty awesome good. for lunch. Yeah, it's like twenty bucks for dinner. And they got, do they have like the special sauce there and everything? Oh, oh they, they got, got yum yum, yum sauce. And, yeah, and they got like, uh, dude, it's just let me bomb. get the let me get the fried rice with the yum yum. Oh, well, bomb. fried rice is a little extra, but it don't matter. You can't not get fried rice if you're going to hibachi. Well, it's, it's not, really it's not hibachi, considered hibachi. Though. It's not. It's Dude, you're going to smell like that shit when you leave. 100%. No, they're not. It, no. no. 100%. No. no. You're going to smell like it when you leave. No, you're not sitting at the table. 150%. Straight up, the reason why I don't consider it hibachi, and you, you're probably going to call me childish, you don't see no onion volcanoes. No, there's not. <laughs> it's not a show. Yeah, no hibachi onion. is an art. There's no art to this. Dude, if there's not an onion vol- volcano. Or a choo-choo train or nothing, I'm bro. good. There's nothing. If I don't it's see not him hibachi. Lighting nothing if on he's not fire. flipping eggs into into his hat, I'm not catching shit in my if mouth. If he's not flipping like, like the eggshells into his hat, I'm out. Yeah, no, period, like dude. No. I'm out. It's just two brothers behind a grill, shooting the shit, cooking it up. No, yeah, yeah, for real. It's the bomb, it's, though, dude. Yeah. So good. Oh, dude, it's the best. Didn't it there is. used to be one on like the corner of Macedonia? Like on that Maui? was a bootleg one. Yeah, no, that was <laughs> bootleg. Yeah, no, that was. It was. Like, that was like the kind of like uh, hibachi you get when you go to like a Chinese rest all you can eat buffet and it's just like in the back corner with, <laughs> yeah. with a neon light with like the, the, H, one in the H is burnt yeah. out. The yep. It just they says hibachi that. on the mm-hmm. front. Yeah. Or the hibachi to go like side restaurants. <laughs> go in there with a styrofoam container. Yeah. And they weigh it before you. That's leave literally like the shit. only thing yeah. you can get at those places is the fried rice with the yum yum. It's kind of okay. I don't even yeah. trust the yum yum from there. Honestly, <laughs> they probably go and buy it. Like from this is just mayo and ketchup. This is straight yeah. mayo and ketchup. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. That's all it yeah. is. Oh, it's gross. But yeah, no, we'll go there again. Once it's, I will we'll yeah. take you there. Rob. So it's, yeah, it's delicious. You guys got to take me. It's it's good. So, welcome to the Living Room Chronicles, and we're here with Spence and Bib and myself, and we have to introduce a very, very special guest. 
and um, we've been trying to get him on the show. You know, he's got a busy schedule doing who real knows busy, what. real busy man. But <laughs> we brought him on, and uh, without any further ado, we've got Uncle Rich. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Uncle Rich. Hey, guys. Welcome, Uncle Rich. Welcome to knows. welcome to the living room, man. How, yeah. how do you feel? Are you yeah. honored? You know what? It is an absolute you, honor to be out here. Um, yeah, you are the fir- the first official yeah, guest. Yeah, first I one. I know, man. I can't yeah. say that it's, it's, it's good to be back in Twinsburg because I can't seem to fucking leave. But We had Ralph Sr. <laughs> call in on like a, a guest spot, like I think in the first like <laughs> yeah. dry run way back what, when. What, on speaker? Like, yeah. yeah. you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Talking about I'm your, like, your I'm windows like, or something. Yeah, he started like talking about yeah. my windows, and I'm like, Dad, do you have any advice for the people? Yeah. And he's like, He's like, no. <laughs> and then, and then oh, he called yeah. back two minutes later, and he's like, oh, yeah, bud, and if, uh, if you want a, a piece of advice, enjoy the moment, but save for the future. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I was like, okay, Ralph. Yeah, okay. For who, who, you know, those who don't know, I fucking worked for Ralph for, for at least – I want to say like nine months. Yeah, to be clear, uh, my dad, not me. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah. I mean, those who don't know, you're, that's one of the many nicknames. At play it again sports. Yeah. Oh, play it again. Yeah, play it again. Play it again. Slash delivery fucking helper. Oh, trust me, I understand. I I did that shit from the time I was fourteen I got, years old. Yeah, but I got taken. I was off. working full time at fourteen, dude. Had no choice because I couldn't drive. My dad's <laughs> just like, hey, you're coming to work, bud. And I'm like, oh, cool, dad. And after like four hours, I'm like, all right, this is kind of weak. Like, let me get the fuck out of here. This is bullshit. And, he, and he's like, well, you can't leave till I leave. So, uh, you're uh, stuck. Put those weights on the shelf or yeah, something. Yeah, that's pre Uber. You couldn't weights, do nothing. Bro, speaking of weights, that's the reason why I fucking got fired from that fucking place. Remember, I told you we were on that delivery and we delivered that, uh, that, uh, weight set. And I was lifting, Ralph was assembling the bottom of the weight set. I'm lifting up on one of these ten pound. Weights. You're saying, yeah, this you're you're saying this is the reason you got fired. Part of the reason why, part I'm sure of it. So <laughs> Ralph, Ralph looked at you no, and fired you. Fired. I didn't get fired. Okay. I fucking left for school. Ralph wouldn't have fired me. Ralph wouldn't have fired me. But, um, you know, part of the reason why I left. Because you felt that there was some tension. Because I was going to say, my dad wasn't going to. I'm like, I don't know this story. My dad wasn't going to fire you. One day, and like I said, Rob was assembling the bottom of his weight set, and I'm lifting up on the rack. Or um, either I was lifting up with the 10 pound weight or putting it down. I don't know. Yeah. He fucking was getting up as I'm putting down. Smacked him square in the fucking head, man. Oh. <laughs> Into the corner. He's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and he moves his hand, and it's just like one drop of blood just falls from his fucking forehead. Oh. Bro, he, oh, he dismissed me from the room so fucking quick, bro. I saw his face when you said oh, bud right there. God. Oh, my oh, God. My it just God. reminds me when we moved the refrigerator, me, you, and Ryan out of your house this oh, past yeah. summer. So, like, all oh, of man. my friends have experienced a little bit of Ralph because – my dad's awesome, so I let him come around whenever he wants to. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, like, what, are you, like, what are you doing? Can you help my buddies? Like, all kinds of dumb shit, or like, I'll call my like for whatever reason. Spe- it was after a soccer game on a Sunday. Yeah. So we just get done playing soccer, and I'm we're like, we're getting ready to go guys. up to the bar. Yeah, I was like, damn guys, can you come help me before we go to the bar? Like, I promised my dad that I was gonna help him get the yeah. old fridge out of there. Your dad was gonna try and straight muscle that shit yeah. from your kitchen out your front door. And what's down insane the is I'm sure. Every- 
Everybody, yes, is where he walks. The, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Isn't that where the nickname the comes from? Yeah. Isn't well, that's where Spike. the Spike. <laughs> Dude, Icebox. Yeah, but Icebox. That's where the I thought that's where the nickname came from, but no, that's the girl, isn't it? Yeah. Icebox All right, different topic, but anyway, so that like everyone has to realize that about your dad. Like, have you ever not answered your dad? And you just realize, like, if I don't answer him, he's going to figure out, like, his old ass is going to figure out how to do this shit himself. Yeah. And, oh, like, yeah. my dad gets so impatient with me sometimes that I'll be on my way, and I'm just being me and being late, and he'll just do it, and I'll get there, and it's done already. And I'm like, like, what? The, like, Dad, what do you, like, why'd you do that? He's like, I just couldn't wait anymore. I was just tired of waiting for you. I'm like, come on, man. You just moved the fridge. I was three but, minutes away, Dad. Yeah, you were serious. Spencer's so right. Because yeah. t- if we didn't go, my dad was going to try and figure out how to do it himself. It was funny. <laughs> it was me, you, and Ryan. And he's like, come on, ladies. I've gotten one door off and you've gotten none. Come on. It was it was funny. He couldn't didn't fit he, it out through the front he door. Did bike off, uh, off the truck by himself? Yep. Or some shit Yep, because like uh, he got a brand new Harley, like a $10,000 Harley. And he gets it, he gets it into the back of his truck and he like drives it all the way from West Virginia or something and then um, like wheels it off the back of the truck by himself, like just with like these ramps that he used for his lawnmower. No, 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 because that no, thing wouldn't survive. It would get jacked up. He literally like. Somehow managed to get this like fifteen hundred pound bike off the truck down onto the floor. I'm like, okay, yeah, bro. He'll just do it. Like from from his pickup truck, like the bed of the yeah, pickup truck. Funny. Yeah, I think he's actually a wizard, dude. He Might he be. never ceases to. He always him. has an answer for everything we ask him. <laughs> he he is funny. He would be a hilarious dude, guest. And so. he's got great homeowners insurance. <laughs> oh yeah! Shout out to his homeowners yeah. insurance again <laughs> for covering me breaking a window at a bar. If you ever need uh, some, I'm not gonna plug them right now. Yeah. But if you ever, <laughs> if you ever have an accidental, your homeowners insurance might cover it. Just saying, uh, I'm not uh, suggesting anything. But shout out to uh, you know who you are. You may come in handy. You always. <laughs> So, Richard, last week we were talking about dating apps, and I wanted to get a little bit of your take because we got a lot of feedback from that segment. Of, yeah, we got so a lot of it. So, I talked about... I talked about a lot of like the do's and don'ts of like how to cross-reference like who these chicks are like on mm-hmm. Instagram. You see their pictures on Instagram, you decipher mm-hmm. like that, and then you see their profile, and you put it all together for a picture of what you're hoping the final product ends up being. So, um, what is your take on just, cause guys, we got Richard, the love guru. I don't know if you knew this about him, but, um, we're going to ask it and we're going to see how it goes. So what's your tips on dating apps and what have you seen? What are some of the, what are some of the strategies? Well, first off, I wouldn't call myself a fucking love guru cause shit, I'm learning about it just like you are. So no, you're well educated, pal. Nah, I mean, um, Give yourself a little bit of credit. Nah, I mean, shit, dude. Hey, every, I mean, there are fucking motherfuckers who are our grandparents' age who are still learning about love, you know? I mean, that's I think that's... An, an, that's an, some real love guru internal, advice right there. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. That's exactly that's, what the love guru would love say. Love is a fucking eternal strength. That is okay. something that it cannot, like... 
stop growing if you ask me you can they can always lessen bro you literally you sound like a guru right, exactly right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. just I, take the, the damn one, compliment pal on the dating apps to be honest dating apps are the fucking fleshlights of the dating world <laughs> i love that no, i love that seriously. such a great yeah. analogy dude that's, that's, a, that's a great that analogy. Is such a great it's analogy. so fucking fake like what makes you not a human being enough to fucking run into somebody and be like hey you know I don't know what you got going on in your life, but something here is working for me. It's like our. I don't know if you feel the same way, but hey, I mean, shit. If not, send me on my way so I can go to somebody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck. Well, let me ask you this then. So that's a very unique kind of opinion to have of dating apps. So, like, what was like one of your shitty ass social dating sites? Uh... I have never been on a dating app. Oh, you? Oh. Okay. Period. Never oh. felt the need. So you never had like a Even shitty like, first date from one, or like no, a surprise. No. You mean? Do you I've, mean I've you've no never been dates. on a date from one, or you? Because no, you've sw- you've not swiped through. You swiped through. I haven't had a fucking Tinder, bro. There's no need for it. Like for what? Like even if you're like a cat, like you know, I can understand you not being you know the outgoing type. One of your boys are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, go out true. with your boys. Play you off of them. Sometimes girls like the quiet dude because yeah. he's mysterious. My brother mm-hmm. was a quiet dude. Yeah, very true. Girls don't always. I'm very loud, outgoing. Girls don't always like that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They, my dad always said the fucking. There's somebody wagon for everybody. Makes what? Or the but the emptiest wagon makes the most noise. The most fucking noise. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, that's deep. That's some more guru talk right there. Yeah, it really I mean, is. That's, that's that's big rich. You know, fucking logic, right? There. Oh, that's I've been my, schooled so much game by Big Rich. Yeah, so that's the real, anybody, that's the real love guru. Anybody who needs taken down off of a fucking ledge, call my dad, <laughs> and he will be your hype man. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. So. You need life advice. Go to yeah, go man. to go to. To sum up my view on dating apps, man, get out there, go fucking talk to somebody. But what Stop. about like the profiles that you see, profiles, like the generic, like, oh, like the like cat I've ladies heard about and the stuff shit. like I've seen that? The memes, like like women, you, you ladies, you can't. Fucking be telling people if you don't like cats and keep swiping. Like, come on, man. Fuck that. That just means that you put cats above other uh, relationships that you have in your life, and that's just fucking weird. Like, it's okay. Hey, I, I have a blue nose pit bull, and he is the sweetest thing on the fucking planet. And I want more puppies from him just from his demeanor. He's awesome. Yeah. But that does not mean I'm going to sit here and I'm, I'm going to say, you know what, if you don't get along with my pit, it, 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 we just can't be friends. Yeah. No, fuck that shit. You know, I mean, I would take a puppy out of out of. <laughs> he's so guy. he's uh, so goofy, but he's the most laid back pit I've ever seen. Like Spence, cool dog. you're a big dog guy. Yeah. So like, I, I have a pit too, so I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like yeah. his pit yeah. is like cuddly. Like we thought he was gonna grow out of it, but he's just been cuddly and like chill just since a child. The dawn of time. He's you, like a baby. He lick your ass in <laughs> He's a baby in the submission, bro. Yeah, and all you have to do is keep him from licking you, and that's really the only issue. He doesn't yeah, jump or any of serious, that shit. He, he'll flip a switch. No, he yeah. doesn't like. He does not like aggression. If if even if I'm fucking around with like my sisters, or my dad's fucking with me, or him, he'll start or whatever, biting. He will start barking like a motherfucker. Well, that's good though. He doesn't like it, and he'll start looking back and forth. You yeah. know what I'm saying wagging his tail, but he just he doesn't, doesn't know, know who to do. be He's loyal to. Yeah. You know, hey yo, cut that shit out. I'm scared. 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? You yeah. don't like that shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's good, though. It's yeah. a nice little warning sign to mm-hmm. have. Because you know, because dogs, like, will tell you, like, yo, you're acting out of your character yeah, a little they, they bit. Pick up on, they yeah. pick up on it. You know, well, that, and also, senses. I mean, like, the elephant in the room. I mean, let's be real here. The breed of dog, too. Everyone, no matter what, I know that's not an issue. You know that's not an issue. Everyone in this room knows it's not an issue. But yeah. you're always going to have that bitch named Susan who's like, I'm not letting my kid go anywhere near you because you yeah. got a pit bull. One yeah. thing to be dog. said, so this is, like, so, this is. Route to go back to Roth. This was his real take on it. I wanted to adopt a pit bull when I moved back in with my parents after Fucking school, Susan. and and <laughs> Mary. <laughs> so my mom is a Mary, and like mm-hmm. she just like so my mom. I love her to death, but she gets she gets frantic and she gets yeah. like the dog can sense she's scared, and even our little like cocker spaniels and stuff like that would. Be aggressive with her because they can sense how much of like a, yeah. a beta is going on. Like they get it. Like they feel the need to protect her, so they get scared when she gets scared. And when none of us are around, like my mom would like accidentally get bit by like a couple of our like smaller dogs. So when I said that I wanted to adopt yeah. a pit, she was like, my, "Hell no." Well, my dad was like, "I understand that it's not a problem," mm-hmm. but he's like, "If I have a forty-five pound." can be unpredictable like aggressive dog around your mom yeah like if she's babysitting like i can't have that like she might freak out and get bit so like that's what she that's what he was worried about and i like i was upset because i was like dad you're being close-minded all this shit yeah and he's like no you got to understand it from my perspective but at the same time like richard's dog or your dog either of your dogs i would take like a because for you, for those of you who don't know, Spencer is a well-versed dog expert. Um, he is the actual proverbial dog whisperer in the group. To be honest <laughs> with you, this man has three dogs, right? Well, two now. Uh huh. I had two now. I had to. We had to put down our our puppy. So yeah. Girlfriend, uh, yeah. What happened? Yeah. He uh, unfortunately he was born with a liver shunt. So for like the people out there, he had an intrahepatic liver shunt. Mm-hmm. Which what the means, fuck does that mean? Um, I'm sorry. His a lot of money, a lot of money to fix it. That's what. Oh, that I'm means. sure, dude. Yeah. These fucking medical so, bills for these. Yeah. So let me ask you. Able, he wasn't able to process certain proteins. Uh-huh. So if you bought you like grow. insurance on him, would it have covered that? No, it was a pre-existing health condition. He was okay. born with it. So we didn't know when we got him from the breeder, and so uh, you know when my cousin, shout out to Courtney, she's a vet. She did all this stuff. She did blood values, blood work, and it came back, and she was like, I'm almost sure that he has an intra, uh, intrahepatic shunt. And so I was like, okay, well, what's the case for it? And she's like, well, he's too small to operate because he was only – Mm-hmm. 12 or 13 weeks old at the time yeah he's a baby yeah so then yeah. we had to baby wait golden retriever right yeah so we would have to wait till he was around a year old which would have been now because mm-hmm. his birthday was actually christmas he was and he would have never made it oh no he would have been gone beforehand so yeah it was, what was his name uh chandler well rest in peace yeah. chandler yeah so it was it was rough but but I mean, you had you have two it was yeah it was more rough because it was like my girlfriend's dog like i bought yeah. it for i bought mm-hmm. him for her but yeah i mean we still got reese and tyson so yeah, they're they're fine. Don't Tyson's don't still. under don't undersell Reese and Tyson. Yeah, no, Tyson's a big yeah, idiot. Yeah, we, we Tyson's a big softy. Yeah. No, Tyson's a big idiot. Yeah, he's, he's a like a dope. punch drunk. He's like Eeyore. Boxer. He's like Eeyore. Yeah. He's, he's literally can we, like. Can Eeyore. we just discuss though, real quick, while we're on the topic of pets? Uh huh. The bills. 
Oh my god, yeah. Yes, dude. That come with animals. Oh my god, yeah. My girlfriend. Do not adopt an animal if you are not prepared to spend oh some money. God. Like, not relative to a child in the long run, but still at the like in the, the short beginning, term. Yes. In the short term, like in the four year span, yeah. it's relative to like the whole life of a kid. Oh, not even in the f- not. Uh, Go just. I'm the, sorry, I didn't I've heard cut a you lot. Of, I've heard you, a lot of people good. say you that. I've heard a lot of people say that animals in their infancy are worse than the first couple months with a kid. Yeah, one hundred percent. Dog. Emmy has Emmy has a boxer, and, mm-hmm. and literally, I mean, he's because at least the kid dog. can't move. <laughs> healthy dog, right? Fucking huge, barrel-chested boxer. He's an yeah. awesome dog. He plays so goddamn hard. He tore his ACL, I think, like twice. Bro. Yeah, his dude, dude, his we, motherfucker needs a paycheck. Yeah, dude, my dog. He's tore an athlete. ACL. Yeah. Like, if he's out here tearing his ACL, and look, and like, and it, and it is similar to like it, the the bills are similar to right. our surgeries, bro. Yeah, it is it's insane. It's not ridiculous. It's way no, too. No, but plus. you can buy you can buy pet insurance to where it's covered <laughs> by that shit, like monthly pet insurance. Yeah, yeah. No, you can do that. But the thing is, is you don't think about that shit until yeah, it's too late. Exactly. And but it's only like fifty dollars a month. But I also know people who are rich off pet insurance. Like, yeah. Well, like, I mean, it works. Like exotic out. animal, like, like. Right, because you're smart really about horses. It. If you can insure horses, that's like a lucrative business. Yeah, horses. Period. Mm-hmm. Well, the, it's just yeah, insane. Yeah. yeah, they are very lucrative. Um, but I don't know. Like when it get back to the whole thing, like with dogs and costing more in like the short term, man. You can get like, like uh, my brother's dog. He's epileptic. He's on medication for the rest of his life. Yeah. So however long that dog lives, I mean, he's costing however much money that medication is. He's right. on three different types of pills. Wow. So it's like one of them things where it, they kind of they're very, very, very similar to humans and to kids. And you don't realize that growing up. You're just like, I want a dog. Right. Yeah. Why don't I have a dog? Like, And then mm-hmm. like now that I'm an adult and I'm I pay for my happy animals, that I I'm just like, like, holy a- fuck. There's a lot to be adopted, which is sad, but I'm honestly happy at the like decrease in people owning them because it, you have to be a stable – it's almost like bringing a kid into the world. It is, yeah. You, you have to be a stable-ass family to have a dog because you can tell like in the suburbs sometimes and like – like people who don't train their dogs well, it reflects like your dog reflects you. Yeah. In a way, like oh, if Buster, you're spa- if you're spastic and just out of control, you guys have had like special ed dogs. That's dog Buster was a very poor representation of our household. Yeah, but that's because <laughs> Buster was the runt of the litter that had a dent in his head mm-hmm, that they okay. adopted. He was my boy though. He was, yeah, he was. Buster was a, a you good could dog. tell. R.I.P. my was, boy Buster. Yeah, but see, Buster like, was did, a good dog. How did the dog but, act when he was just around you though? Was, was he a good? fucking idiot? No, uh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's just who he was. Bro. Yeah, was like, it something when like he got older? No, it was like a real thing. He, he had a dent he in his down. head where his brain was messed yeah, up. Yeah, oh, okay. he had a slant in his eye, like because. Oh, okay, like, okay. And he, I thought you were just down. like saying metaphorically he had a dent in his. No, head. there's no, no metaphor. He physically, physically had a dent in his head. Crater in in my dog. Well, hey, hats off to you guys for adopting him. Oh, dude. Well, my mom hit the switcheroo on me. We were at. We pulled up to the literal lab farm, right? I picked this dog. I was there for ten minutes, and I was like, "Boom! I want that one." And then I went in the backyard and started fishing with the neighbor kid. I yeah, never, I've never fished before. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going fishing. I picked my dog. Let me know when we're ready to roll. Uh-huh. Fill out the paperwork. Mm-mm-mm, then we'll leave. So, I get in the car. You know what I'm saying? The, the dog sitting next to me. I hop in. Say, you know, peace. You know, fishing, fishing buddy. You know, 
<laughs> take a look over. <laughs> I pick this dog up, turn him to the side, turn him to the other side, and I'm like, Mom. This dude is retarded. What the fuck is this? It's <laughs> <laughs> part of this dog's head missing. Like, we got to take this motherfucker back and get a refund. Like, turn him in. Get the other one. Like, I, I did not pick this guy. I actually, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was actually a uh, total different fucking color, actually. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know up. what? My mom was like, hey. My mom turned around and was like, you know what? Do you She's think like, your you know mom what, Richard? switched it up on you? She was like, listen, no, this, this is what I'll never forget the show. It was fucking traumatizing. She was like, if we wouldn't have got them, they would have put them down. And then turned around, turned the fucking music back up. <laughs> and I sat in the back seat like, oh, my fucking God. Like, you know what? Damn. What's up, Buster? Yeah, Buster. <laughs> come on, motherfucker. And then he's, you know, he's been Buster Boy ever since. He's been chewing you know? up everything in Every his path. If this is the type of dog where you would go over he there tore and up sit on Twinsburg the couch. Twinsburg Police Station. Tore it to fucking shreds. <laughs> um. You know, Buster got out. They took him over to TPD, and he fucking tore file cabinets up. And they were like, imagine, like, you know, like Animal House, like fucking, you know, dogs trying to, I mean, uh, cops trying to wrestle down Mm -hmm. his his dog. And he just, he had the brute strength, as you can imagine. But You're lucky they didn't kill him. They didn't because he was so fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, how can I kill this stupid ass dog? I pull a gun out and he'll fucking deep throat the barrel and shit. You know, he's just <laughs> so damn dumb. Yeah, I'm talking this. So this is what Buster would do. If you came to their house and you were new to the crew or whatever, Buster would literally like sit next to you and put his whole weight. Like all 110 on pounds yeah. of them, on you. he'd like just he was a lay on you, and he would just poodle. drool like and drool and drool. Like, like oh, he's like 110 pounds just <laughs> laying on you. That's he, awesome. He looked like a little chunky lab, but it was just, he, he just did not know his size. And I swear, the pit bull that I have is Buster reincarnated. He is just like him, but a little more athletic. Yep. No, no, I wouldn't say by much, bro. I've seen Bronson fall down flights of stairs because he was just going too fast. Like, I mean, and then get up and look at me like, "What are you gonna do to the stairs for fucking me up?" Yeah. <laughs> like Bronson, <laughs> slow it down, bro. Yeah, you know. Ain't that the truth though? How many times has your dog looked at don't you? Get like, you gonna up do and something like, or? Like, oh man, that's are you not gonna defend funny. me against this big ass bird screaming at me? That's too <laughs> funny. That's too funny. Man, so Rich. Yes, sir. I gotta ask you, man. What are these ghost stories that you've been telling me about? Okay, so yesterday I was over and I, you know, I brought it up to my. Um, I, first off, I thought that ghosts would be a great topic. Like, you know, like ghost, like ghost stories have, that happened to yes, you. Happened to me. Yes. Are you right, a so paranormal let's go, person? Let's go around the room. No, and I do, do believe. You, why not? Do, do you believe in paranormal yeah, activity or not? Let's do that. No. No. So it's a no from um, Bibbs. No. I it's it's an it's an iffy situation for me because there's been times before where I've been like by myself in my house where you feel like someone's standing behind you and you turn around there's no one there. Okay. Or you feel like someone's watching you and there's no one there mm-hmm. and you don't normally get those feelings, you know what I mean, yeah. every day. So, I mean, I do feel like to a certain extent there is some sort of paranormal thing, but like it's kind of hard to put a finger on it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you know I'm a certain believer because I have had experiences, um, more than one. 
So myself, before we go into Richard's stories, I don't know. I guess I would say I've always been of the like belief like if there is, I'm gonna be mindful and respectful of it. Yeah. But I'm not necessarily yeah, terrified. Like I, I, I ain't breaking down anything. no Ouija board or nothing. Yeah, like I'm not gonna disrespect yeah. the paranormal or do anything <laughs> to tempt it. If there is something out there, like I just respect whatever it is and I'll deal with it if it happens, but I don't necessarily okay. I don't have any stories about it. So, Rich, you seem to have some tangible evidence. Well, the first time that I've ever experienced anything like it is when I was in San Diego for my cousin's wedding, and I was at Alcatraz. We we took a tour, and it was it was fucking sick. I mean, as soon as you step in the building, you get like a weird feeling about you. Well, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, but that's that part is like fucking natural. But the shit that I was like. You know, that was undeniably, like, some weird shit to me was when I was walking past, um, at first, we, you know, they had certain cells that were open that you can walk in and stand in and shit like that. And I walked in. I'm, I have the picture at my house. I stood in this fucking cell, and I just, like, felt super weird. And immediately, you know, ass tightened, and I walked out. Because I wasn't that old, bro. I was probably, like, fucking 13, 14. Walking past the hospital, you know, the, the prison hospital, which is, like, um, probably like a hundred yards from the cafeteria. And I was just, I, I, for some reason I looked to my left and I'm looking up these stairs, but I just see the sign that, cause they had part, some parts closed off cause it was, it was haunt people that like, would go up there and get hurt. Like stuff like fly at them and shit. And it was just like a liability. So they had yeah. certain parts of it blocked off because of shit like that. So I'm looking up at these stairs, bro. And like, there's a sign that says, you know, the no touring, yada, yada, yada. I don't remember mm-hmm. what it said, but, and yeah, like I'm no access, up, but yeah. yeah as I'm point. looking up, and it just starts moving. So I'm like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. And I had already heard rumors because I was looking it up, like, you know, the night before or whatever. And you got those, you know how, like, when you're on tours, you got the headsets and shit? Dude, I swear, my headset just started to fade out. And it, and the more it faded out, like, the more, like, uh, like footsteps grew. I heard mm-hmm. footsteps and shit, and I couldn't hear anything but these fucking footsteps. You know what I'm saying? It was almost like they were playing through my fucking head. Yeah. It was weird as fuck. Ran up to my mom, right? But that was like the first like super weird like encounter that I had. But I went to Benedictine High School. You guys all know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you go to a Catholic school like that, you, you know, most times, you know, you got to do like a retreat, a senior retreat. And one of them was uh, called Living with Benedict, where you got to go stay at the monastery for like two or three days. So. And dude, um, sidebar, I've. I stayed in one for a week in Rome, mm-hmm. so I know exactly what you they had to go through. Are creepy? Yes, they are. Right? Very, they're terrifying. The they're fucking terrifying. Creepy. What is this? Yeah. It's a monastery. You know, we're like monk. Well, monk. Well, yeah. I was. You know, I'm on an all guys school, so it was all dudes, other than like maybe some like staff members and shit like that. But most it was mostly like priests. You know what I'm saying? So as soon as we like, you know, when we went in our room and put our shit down, you know, Father Gary, I'll never forget him. Father Gary was actually a cool dude. Um, he sat us all down and he's like, I'm just going to say to you guys, I'm sure you heard some rumors. Um, there is indeed a little girl spirit here because it used to be the monastery used to be an orphanage. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there is indeed a little girl spirit here. I have had contact with her myself. As long as you don't antagonize her, she will not antagonize you. And that's all he said. Now, imagine, you know, a fucking cafeteria for 30 dudes, you know, yeah, he walks out the room all- after saying that shit. 
Yeah. You're all looking You're at, all each, looking other. at like, each other. Like half of like, you are like, "Fuck out of here!" You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. The other half of you like, "Let's get let's call our fucking parents." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know we're playing it <laughs> off and shit. You, you know, we went three nights. The first night we were super paranoid. The second night, you know, and on that third night, you know, we were like, "Fuck this shit!" You know, and they were fucking with us. But he had told us like he had, like he had offered her a rosary ring and everything. And this little girl. So. Because we were all spooked out, everybody had their their cots in my room. It was like it, it is a beautiful place. You know what I'm saying? Like almost like a fucking like old school hotel. Okay. Beautiful place, but everybody had their cots in my room, and I'll never forget. You know, I went to sleep, and I remember waking up at like three o'clock in the morning, out of nowhere, and like just having to take a like a mean piss, and like everybody had their shit. Like I'm telling you, cots in a row. So my boy David. His cot was at like the foot of my bed, like but like uh, um, perpendicular with mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, I get up, go to the bathroom. I come back. You know, you, you know when you're throwing your covers over you. And shit? Yeah, I'm throwing my covers over me, and out the corner of my eye, I see something out the corner of my eye. I look, and it's just like like almost like a a, a fucking like a little girl, dude, playing his day. Plain as fucking day, little girl. Like no facial expression. Yeah, I couldn't see like much of her her face because of her hair and shit. And she was just twirling her dress in the corner of the room. I, you know, when like people say like you're you're like paralyzed with fear, Mm -hmm. dude. For like a split, like four or five seconds, I could not move. Yeah. And then I went, and the only thing I could do was hit my boy David Porter at the end of my bed. DP, if you're listening, bro, I know you remember this shit. Well, you're probably not though. But I remember hitting him at the end of my bed, and he would not wake the fuck up. Yeah. Bro. And this little girl was just sitting there, like her, her attention, like almost towards me. And as I'm hitting him, I can see her like walking towards the wall, dude. I look back up, she's gone. And as uh-huh. she, she disappears, my boy DP wakes up, like, "What the fuck were you hitting me dude, for?" Fuck that. Man, that was a dream. To yeah. this day, it might have been was bro. a dream. Who the fuck knows. The Who only the fuck like knows? paranormal. Like Bibin, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, Bibin, I'm yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. You sound like them non-believers, bro. The yeah, fucking spirits fuck with, bro. bro you're <laughs> the guy that like gets the one that they fuck. Let's go. Let's all right. Let's go somewhere haunted then. No, I don't fuck because I don't want to. If you don't believe try it, to be scared by some people, it's not, man. It's not about that. So it's you're about you're point. like closer nah. to me where you're like, ah, if it's out there, I, I ain't gonna fuck with it. I call chicken shit. Uh, yeah, well, I guess to a point, like Ralph just said, if it's out there, I'm not fucking with it. Yeah. So, but I also don't think it's fucking there. I think that's a fucking contradiction in its fucking self. Actually. Ignorance <laughs> is bliss sometimes, you know? Yeah. So, like, the only borderline, par- like, paranormal experience I've ever had is I had sleep paralysis probably two or three times in my life where in the middle of the night, you wake up and you toss around a little bit and you kind of like half fall asleep and then you wake up again and in that like time like you're you're conscious you're having a lucid dream well no like you you're in your bedroom like a lucid dream to me is like you're somewhere else a lucid dream you're in control right, you can of see your yourself dream. from a yeah. different yeah. yeah you can so see I'm, your dream going on at this point in like a in one of these like episodes it's you're sitting there in your bed you can't move sleep paralysis, so obviously you can't move anything, but you're basically completely conscious. Like, you can move your eyes and see in the room, and then there's just, like, a green aura above you. Mm-hmm. And you're really, 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 really scared, 
and you just can't move for a little bit, can't move for a little bit, and probably like 20 seconds go by and you finally like regain it. But your eyes are open and shit. Yeah, but your eyes are open and you can move. Like it's like, mm-hmm. and then I've seen some research where it says, because I tried to rationalize it, it's like your, basically your eyes wake up before your brain does right, to right. where like the rest of everything hasn't caught up yet mm-hmm. and you're just kind of like freaking out because you can't mm-hmm. move anything. You, you never heard of that? No. Have, you, never you, had have you seen Haunted Hill House? The uh-uh. new show on Netflix? No. Well, one of the, have you have you guys no. heard of it? I've, I've heard, heard of the show. Go watch so it, it's kind of terrifying, it's to be honest show. with you. So it a is, lot of dude. people, a lot of people, it's so terrifying to the point where that aura, because you kind of see hazy in your eyes. Yeah. And like the aura that you see, like a lot of people think it's like something fucking with you. Basically. That's what I was talking For some about. reason, it always happens to me like when I'm traveling, like on airplanes or bus trips. So like, you've seen it? What you have done sleep? It? Yeah, You've experienced it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've done I don't it, know bro? why. Like, but yeah, like even uh, the last time I flew back in September, like coming home, I like was I was sitting there and I, yeah, I was looking all around, but I could not move my entire body. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's I don't know why it happens one the, then. One of the characters in Hill House is like one of her main things. Like, it, it has something to do. It ties in with her paranormal activity. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. like that. All that shit is in the same realm, baby. Over there, motherfucker, you about to start getting haunted. Nah. They gonna but start you, fucking with you just. Because. You can also like tell why like there's rational explanations because all those like ghost story shows they always try to like explain it. Like you can literally there's shows called like Haunted Explained there's where they like a, debunk <laughs> that. There's shit. such a thin line between your sleep, like your 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 dreams, and like that realm to me though. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. to me, there's such a thin. Because fu- think about it, like dog. I'm not gonna sit here and fuck around. My bro- I have felt my brother's presence. I'm yeah. not going to fuck around. My brother's come to yeah. me in dreams. My brother's come to me in a fucking car when I was feeling shitty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have felt my brother's presence on and, multiple occasions. And and mm-hmm. I don't I don't doubt that for a single second. I don't. I but think that, that also might be I off think, of energy or something like that. I think yeah. but that's what I'm saying. I think it's more I think it's more of a psychological thing Absolutely. than it is it more a of a physical mechanism. thing. I think it could be. And and I think it it all really does depend because like I just lost my uncle, so it's like the way that you feel about your brother. Like mm-hmm. I kind of do feel about my uncle, and yeah. it it trips me out because the same way that everyone's like, "Yo, you look a lot like your brother." Right. My dad and my uncle were identical right. twins. Okay. So I totally get where you're coming right. from, but for me, it's more I think psychological, where it's like you're so used to being around that person, and then that person is no longer there, mm-hmm. where you're kind of looking for a reason to want to be reminded of that person. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, a it's, big, it's 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 crazy. A big reason of it is is because of a how, I think it's how spiritual Dom was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And how in yeah tune. he did trip me out on yeah. some major I'm, shit, yeah, dude. Bro. Dom, he there, did. There'll be many occasions where Dom will fucking finish my sentences and then he'll be like, "Motherfucker, I'm up here, bro." He was yeah. like, "Dude," he's like, "Bro, we're connected up here." He's mm-hmm. like, and "That shit All can't be time. separated yeah. within realms." You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that I, that's I think that's the way I feel. Um, I feel that I do, especially because of that, Al- that Alcatraz shit. I think, fuck me up. I'm well, you're not you. the first person. My aunt and uncle actually did a tour of Alcatraz in the summer, and they told me it's just eerie. It's, yeah, just being because so many people died. I mean, my that, mom, my mom that was, was built as to you're you're not supposed to leave. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the worst yeah, of the worst. Think of how many fucking people uh, were in there. Like souls of perish. Yeah, yeah bitch, think how I many people know? died. Yeah, so. and demented souls of that. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I mean it's kind of it's kind of wild to think about. So all all these stories have me feeling a little um 
religious, I guess. So it brings up that uh, so the story that Bibbin brought up earlier about the nuns yeah, in dudes. Vegas. I uh, need to hear more details let's, let's about these stats nuns here, in Vegas. So, yeah, instead of all this dark shit, let's yeah, I wanted to lighten the mood. Yeah. I wanted to lighten the mood. You want to talk about wait, some people not taking the dark arts very yeah. seriously? You wait to bring um, the dark or, shit out. With, or who are trying to lie on their vow of poverty. Yeah. Here we go. So we just these, went to that place, you know, and we're trying to dig ourselves out. So we went to some nuns for some help. Yeah, so these two nuns, uh, Sister Mary Margaret Kruper and Sister Lana Chang, who were both employed at St. James Catholic Church, which is in Torrance, California. Uh, South of Los Angeles. So they, over the past 10 years, they've embezzled up to 500. Well, well right now they think it's up to $500,000. They haven't. They <laughs> two, haven't nuns? Yes. two nuns? Yes. Average so of 50K a year. Over, ten year. over the past 10 years. Over a decade. And they were going, they were using the money to fund their trips to Vegas mm. to go gamble. <laughs> to go gamble. They were taking tuition Yo, money, donations. There's someone out there who had sex with a nun in hey. Vegas and has no idea. It ain't, <laughs> hey, ain't just the priest. What's crazy, though, is they both of the, so the one, Sister Mary Margaret was the principal. Shout out to Sister Mary Margaret. And okay. Sister, La, Sister Lana Chang was just an eighth grade teacher, but they both. They both just, just retired, and they have yet to be charged with anything yet. And the school said they plan Ooh. on not charging them, yes. pressing charges, and they're gonna let the fucking Catholic Church handle it internally. Uh, the biggest <laughs> and let the let reprimands <laughs> come down from within. On, so man. these ladies the literally screwed. Like, well, they also said they hope that the, that the nuns pay it back and shit like that. But these lady, these ladies, well, literally, the Catholic Church pays it back. They on. literally used the school. To bankroll their Vegas trips to gamble, dude. Yeah. That uh, is how? Great. What do you think? Like, that? what do you think a nun's favorite like p- card game or? Dude, there's no way is. those ladies. These dude, if you were to see the pictures, <laughs> you see a picture of these ladies. These ladies are sitting in front of of slot machines with buckets of Man. quarters, dude. Uh, and they're going to the yeah. buffet. They're seeing the shows. They're and getting, it's funny. I they're saw getting a, the sweets, and yeah, then they're just probably doing super bruh, innocent shit, no, but still back. in a no, corrupt you, way. You see, like the thing that y'all aren't even understanding is, is they're just probably spending that money in there because when the hotel sees that they're spending that much, they're comping everything for them. They're high rollers in Vegas. They're mm-hmm. not Sister Mary Margaret in Vegas. That's fucking some high roller grandma from you know uh-huh. California, yeah. South Los Angeles. That's yeah. like they break out the red told, bottoms. Yeah, because like they didn't. It's not like they did this on the the secret. Like the people in the school knew about their trips their to Vegas. Vegas. Trips. They were just saying that they were bankrolled by a really rich relative. Yeah. yeah. So what they so like it's it's you know I mean they were open about it. It wasn't like they were trying to hide it. They were just hiding the fact the, that how they, they were, were paying s- for exactly. it. Exactly. So, so I think what uh what I read was and what I assume they didn't really say so this. Someone got jealous of uh, Sister Mary Margaret's good time. No, you're going to freak No, what happened is, so Sister, yep. I'm pretty sure that she was the principal, so she w- like started this account that she was putting shit in, yeah. money in separately, and then I think the other one found out about it oh, and then just and joined in with together. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, how fucking crazy! So and that's then, pretty cool. You could make dude, a movie out bro, of that, bro. They're, hey, they're, you heard it here first. Make who, a movie out of that. That would be funny as who's hell. Who's aunties? Oh, they're Aunties. going to. Yeah, <laughs> they're going. <laughs> they're going, oh, they're gonna make, make a, a movie, movie out of this it. shit, and it would be but, funny as but hell. But the crazy part about it, though, is, is like in the same article, it said that like what finally was their undoing was just a simple internal audit. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wait, you didn't do an audit in 10 years? So, like, well, they it's said the they, church, man. But like, they said they do it only is, after how, principal leaves. Oh, do they? Yeah. No, shocked? I'm not shocked anybody, at all. That's what, I think that's what we no, need to No, not at all, man. So, recently, the, on, the VFW in uh, Aurora got, like, the... Like internal embezzlement to the tune of like three hundred sixty thousand dollars. Wow! So like here. those type of entities, it's just been such a. Norm. I mean, I just it's been yeah. a norm for so long what? that like they last, don't so. e- they don't even feel like they're doing well, anything wrong. That their parents <laughs> probably were doing. Well, the same I just thing. actually it's funny. Like literally two days ago on the news, there's something about the Cuyahoga County Airport. The private company that owns it owes Cuyahoga County three hundred sixty thousand dollars from like back rent. And taxpayer money and all that shit is paying for it. Yeah. And they're Burke, not. Uh, Lakefront? No, Cuyahoga County Airport. Well, the one like the, the private, the private airport. airport right there. Yeah, Burke Lakefront. Yeah. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the private. Oh, is it? Yes. It, oh, I don't It's yeah, one of the. It, yeah, the no, I saw that article, which is yeah. great. I hope the city they takes own, that. Yeah, 300 and some thousand. Because put it towards the new Brown Stadium, dude. So. No, they'll just rebuild where they're at. But there's, that's, so much un, that's so much land that could be developed into something. But it's just, it's wild to, yeah. I mean, back to those nuns, man. You know, these motherfuckers are out here fucking throwing bad bands and make good. Imagine two nuns is in a strip club <laughs> making it rain fucking veggies. <laughs> Bands That's all I could picture. Though. Like all I could picture is two little white nuns uh-huh. in their full Old get up with fuck. a big ass yeah. platinum I keep cross, them in the big, sitting, in the whole sitting with up. a big ass bucket with the free quarter? big marks, yeah, and the frozen drinks with the quarter slots, Old dude. Shit. Look oh. like you break their sternum with a spitball, dude. They shit. probably were so cheap too. They probably stayed in Old Vegas at some dingy oh, hotel. Mary, we are yeah. having the best times of our lives. You want to go get a massage tomorrow? Yeah. I can't. I can't imagine the last time a man's laid his hands on me. This is exactly what I mean. Like the reason why I'm getting this tattoo, I'm bringing up a tattoo. It's personal. It's very personal. The nun corruption is very personal, personal. for Richard. For me, yes. I went to all guys Catholic school, and those motherfuckers want you to. Did they touch you? They want you to conform. No, it's just like an institution. You know what I'm saying? You got where would they? You know where would they say where? When I was walking around with my hair long, yeah, you know, no afros allowed. That's fucking racist. That's racist. That's a part of culture. You know what I'm saying? That's a part of my fucking culture. But Joe yeah. Snow over here can have his shit past his ears. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's fucked yeah. up. But I'm getting two nuns making out tatted on me. Probably somewhere on my chest. Just for that. <laughs> and it's, a very, dope, it's a dope picture. You're a very uh, unique person, Richard. I that's appreciate fucking that. Two nuns making out making on his chest. I just would never think Dedicated of that. to my fucking Vegas bunnies. Dedicated to y'all. You should Thank get God. Sister Mary uh, over ahead, one sissy. and yeah. then Sister uh, Chang. Mary Margaret yeah. Joseph. And get jackpot no. under that motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> ching <laughs> Like oh, a like a little like slot machine yeah, in the background. Bro. This is a topic that Rich and I got into the other night when we were talking when we were thinking about something to talk about. Um what is your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, easy. Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I knew we were going to have the same one. All day. Well, that I have a few. Generic. That's not generic. generic. That's a classic. Basic it's guys. recently gotten basic popular basic to be a fan of Christmas Vacation. Don't be a basic bitch, well, babes. I've loved it Shitter's since high school, full. so fuck off. <laughs> That's my yeah, shit. I've always watched it, though, with my family for like years. I mean, years, I love so. a lot of Christmas movies. I just love so. how Clark would always yell for Russ and he'd yeah, exactly. rape under that motherfucker. Russ! If you yeah, would, Dad. If you you love it, you love it. You can't be mad. It's just one of the things, like, for me, I'm not a big fan of, like, 
I'll fuck it. I'll say it. Hot take. I'm not a big fan of Christmas movies. You I'm fucking not. Scrooge. How about that? It's one not for that. You? I love Christmas. Bill Murray Scrooge. That's a great. No, it's I love classic. I love Christmas. I can't stand the Hallmark Channel. I can't stand them I mean, type no, of Christmas that's movies. Not a Christmas Those movies are movie. just sappy. I can't stand yeah. like. See me? You got to stick with the old. I, I like shit. I like yeah, the bro. Santa Claus the one, but like Santa Claus terrible. two, Santa Claus whoa, three. Whoa, whoa, okay, it's like, Santa Claus two is good. But it's just like how many of the same cool, thing man. are you Don't gonna do? I love hot cocoa. <laughs> so, big, Tim Allen plays a big ass go, toy Santa and he does everything goat. by let's the book. The goat, though. Jim Carrey's Grinch. That's my favorite. Yeah. Jim nah. Carrey is the That's on. good. Of all three, hold on. Of all three Grinches. Did you just say 20, nah right. talking about my Jim Carrey's Grinch? I mean it's good. I said okay, it's so good. what's your favorite Grinch? <laughs> I Jim mean, that's probably on. would be. On, I we, just don't like the Grinch in general. In three, ready? 2018 Grinch animated one. The one that they're about to come out with, right? Correct. Or did it already come out? Yeah, it already came out. Okay. Correct. Jim Carrey's and old school Dr. Seuss. I mean, they're all Dr. Like Seuss. Like the original one? It's old kind, school. The original old school animated joint. Dude, you can't compare them because um, if you're going off of solely like the movies, um, Jim Carrey, it's different. Like animated movies, it's unlimited opportunity. It's endless opportunity, I should say. Yeah, but I mean, they did you a do great job. But with Jim Carrey, it, you can only do so much. Cause but they did a great job being. making it look like the book in Jim Carrey's. No, I understand that. But what I'm saying, though, is like if you want to make it, you can do whatever you want right, to do when it comes up, to an animated right, you can draw movie. Up whatever the fuck no, exactly. I agree, I'm agreeing I with you yeah, there. But like when it comes to like... Yeah. Well, Jim, Jim Carrey's Carrey, Grinch was my fucking spirit animal. He is. I love Jim Carrey, animal, yeah. Bro. Yeah. He's one of my favorite there, actors. There is no more, like to me, he is the most animated fucking actor out there. And that's yeah. what makes him so good. Yeah. And that's also what makes people call him an over actor. I can I could not argue with somebody who calls Jim Carrey an over actor. That's what makes him but so that good. But that's what makes him funny. Exactly. Well, yeah, but I think he's that's like how he is cuz they talk about when he did Man on the Moon like mm-hmm. the Andy Kaufman thing yeah. like that he was in he literally that lost himself. Yeah, he's a, he's and that like actor. people were like, mm-hmm. yeah, like people were actually like worried about him, like that he was gonna fall into like the same shit Andy Kaufman did, because Andy Kaufman like dealt with a lot of like psychological shit. And, like, yeah, because didn't did he commit suicide? I don't know. I don't know I don't exactly, know but the fact that that's even a question for fucking geniuses out here. You know? Well, Jim Carrey's. People, Mm-hmm. No, he's not. I Fiance heard or wife well. or no? I mean, I know Andy Kaufman. I mean, no, you're. I'm not saying anything like that. Just like that general, you know. She to uh, took that, a though. bunch of pills. She killed herself. Who? Oh, there we go. Uh, Jim Carrey's significant other. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. I'm uh, not gonna go down that road, but his but. Grinch was. Well, Phenomenal. no, but like sometimes Dude, some of like the on. best actors have like some of the darkest fucking shit going on. Look at like Robin Williams and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, right. Right. But yeah, no, I love. So like, I mean. Yeah, Jim Carrey was he was a good Grinch from Bro, like the Christmas movies I've seen. Right. So. You're down on Christmas movies as a whole. You're not entertained by Christmas movies He's at all. You don't have Scrooge, a you don't have a single have Christmas movie Mary, from your Bill childhood that you liked. You didn't like Home Alone. You didn't like right, bro. the no, original I like, I, Rudolph, no, no, I like, the Red I like, Reindeer. I like Home like, Alone. But are you mad at the original Rudolph with the Abominable Snowman and like the Island of Misfit Toys? Like, get him, dude. You're you're not about that life. Yeah. No, you don't like even even four year old you's not like yo Rudolph. Yeah, no, yeah. no, probably like right, when I was bro. younger, I was probably like no, real act, super then into act it, from like your childhood perspective. I'm not talking about it right now. Like, 
Don't need to be sitting there like you're not even. You're too cool to be a kid. No, not at all. I'm not <laughs> by any stretch of the is imagination giving that up. I guarantee you that. Bro. Don't even know no. you anymore, man. You fucking no. your whole fucking have you let your me whole childhood go. Okay. Have you seen Bill Murray's Scrooge? Probably when I was younger. What do you mean probably? No, that's not like a like a probable. Oh. I don't think I have, dude. No. Wait, no, no, it's dude. It's, you haven't? Oh, bro, you got. It's a fucking. So you play classic, Scrooge in the man. Muppets one. Muppets. Nigga, you know what? Never seen the Muppets, Muppets Christmas? No, one? dude, no. I've never seen. No, I'm not. I'm talking. This is. I'm talking. Bill no, Murray. I've never seen Bill Murray as a Scrooge. Like actual Bill Murray playing Scrooge. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I may need to watch uh, that. You have, dude. It is no, fucking like late '80s. Well, Christmas one. movies fell straight on its face because apparently I, Spencer doesn't even celebrate we'll Christmas. Well, what are yours, true. Ralph? You I haven't said like what you like. I'm a huge. I said mine. I'm a huge fan of the original Rudolph. Like that is my shit. I will still watch it to this it. day. I can't knock it. I mean, I, I like the original, the original Rudolph, Rudolph and like, uh, Frosty Christmas the time. Snowman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. um what about you, Spence? A year Frosty without a Santa Snowman? Claus. Does that, does that tickle your fancy, bro? No. Come on, man. Santa Claus. Oh, the original, the original the Santa Claus will. Face. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm not talking about those Santa right Claus. Now. I'm saying a year without a Santa Claus. No, you, ever, you never, never seen that seen one. That. That's no. like an old school claymation one, like how Rudolph and that oh, is. Oh no, I know. That's a good one too. And that's honestly, that's my girlfriend's favorite Christmas movie. She, that's my girlfriend's favorite Christmas movie. That's one of my family's. That's a good one. Yeah, I know what you're talking. about. But I love yeah the Santa Claus and Santa Claus Two. Don't come at me with Santa Claus Three. That's I'm with you, bro. Yeah, I'm not about Santa Claus Three. Jingle All the Way is a a very underrated Christmas movie. Yes, bro. Um, Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What else? Oh, where Home Alone, obviously. Yeah, it's a great Christmas movie. And the third one. Mm -hmm. No, the the one. uh, I guess it cannot be considered as a Christmas movie. You know what, Jack Frost? Where the kid's dad died on a uh, drive to work or whatever. Yeah, it's like a scary movie, movie isn't it? No, no, I don't no, remember no, that. No, no, no. Oh, his dad yeah, and he goes, man. yeah, he goes and meets him. Yep. Yeah. And like sneaks away. Yeah, yeah that's a yeah, Christmas movie. Yeah, and he teases him a slap shot and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. yep. All right, so another good Christmas movie, a re- oldie but a classic, mm-hmm. White Christmas, Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye. And I bring that up because never seen it. also never seen it, I don't think so. dude. It's a gr- that's a great classic movie. A lot of song and dance numbers what's in it. it but it all right, hold on. White so, Christmas. So y'all can knock on me a lot, but I like how no one mentioned what isn't that like Christmas Story with like the house being in downtown Cleveland. I don't like that movie. <laughs> like no one's not a fan of it. So right. double middle fingers yeah. to all of you. Wow. I'm not a fan of it. All these Christmas apologists. There you go, fuck guys. you, Spence, fuck you, Spence. and fuck you. I don't like Christmas. Hey. I don't. I like Christmas, you, a Christmas wow. story. <laughs> that deserves you a golf clap. Yeah. Hey, can I get a golf clap from that yeah. from everybody? No, no because no, I don't like that's Christmas story. So I don't give a right. shit. See, all right, so you're in Spence's spot now. Yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. but I like a lot of other movie. Christmas movies. Yeah, that's the one Christmas movie I'm not a fan of. Do you not like a Christmas story because it plays constantly every Christmas? That's part of the reason. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's not my, well, it's not my Cleveland, favorite movie. So like Have you ever been whole, there, though? The yeah, whole it's cool. thing. Yeah, it I've right actually never been to the house. Uh, well, next uh-huh. time we... Is it cool? We'll Is it It was like right visit? around the corner. From, well, so they literally have the actual house, and then across the street from the house, they have a museum. Uh-huh. Of like, uh, they have like the original fire truck that was in the movie mm-hmm. there, and then like 
just a bunch of random stuff. And they have a gift shop and shit like that. Yeah. But that's where you buy, like, to go on the tour. And mm-hmm. you can tour the house. And I guess, like... You can stay in the house, I think, on Christmas yeah, Eve, you, No, too. you can stay in the house yeah. anytime you want. It You can literally rent it out. But how Yo, you guys weird and awkward out that would and be. Just throw a huge party in there. I got into... <laughs> oh, no, dude, dude, it's expensive. Because I got into an, uh, an Uber. Kegger in the old Christmas crib. Dude, right. I would get... I would, I would fellage in the, in the Christmas but story how, house. Dude. It, dude, but it's so weird. There's, like, an old... <laughs> Old school TV that probably doesn't even work, and right. then all that like shit is everything is yeah, it's yeah. propped all up. That shit. All no, that you better give me a flat screen TV. I'm paying two grand a night for this. They gonna be like, motherfucker, you got a phone with Netflix? <laughs> it probably <laughs> yeah. it probably is like a nice flat screen, but they like custom built some bullshit ass frame to make it look like a 19 right. whatever right. Yeah. TV. Yeah, I don't know, but that's with crazy. the dial and everything. Big ass yeah. plastic TV. Anyways, but my dad's name's Ralph, so Ralphie's always like, oh Ralphie. Yeah. Girl. Well, I mean, dude, that was. Like, 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 that was me, a, bud. That no, was a big he Christmas hates movie that for movie. our parents. So like, Ralph hates that movie. Yeah, dude. getting rolling around good. in the red wagon. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. That's one thing me and your dad agree on. All right, Bibbin. Anyways, back to White Christmas. I bring up Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. Because people are getting pissed that his song, I'm pretty sure it's his song, Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh, God. Please and get how, shit away from how me. How some radio stations are literally banning it from being played because it has sexual overtones of a man trying to... Being overly well, persistent, persistent not, about saying, I mean, it, it kind of does, but at What's the same in time, this drink, motherfucker, that's what a girl says before she fucking face plants. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> right, that's how they clean it up. <laughs> See, I'm not even gonna lie, I didn't know the actual lyrics to the song. Come on, man, I, I remember hearing it as a kid and singing it as a kid, but now when I sing it as an adult, it sounds a little fucked up. I mean, up. but everyone sings like <laughs> fucked up lyrics, bro. I mean, we all were. I think it's my here. boy made a good point. He was like. Cardi B can sit here and tell people to eat You did. Your boy didn't say that. He got radio. that from a meme. It was a meme. <laughs> Another thing we all meme. got from he a meme. He made the point by sending the meme. Yeah. You know? We all rap about being murderers and drug dealers on our way to the 9 mm-hmm. to 5. Like, yeah. Let's be real mm-hmm. here. Everyone does it. Unless you're into How country long music. Is this, here's my thing. How long is this fucking or like song death metal? Out? Yeah, now we want to 1944. Maybe, 1944. Maybe, I just know. looked. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, now it wasn't Bing Crosby. But we want to fucking go ahead and and note the fact that it has dude because everybody's undertones. so fucking well, the worst sensitive part about, about it though is now. the fact that it's only coming out because it's Christmas. Yeah. No, motherfucker. They don't play that song ever because Bill uh, Bill Crosby's has got. No, they don't. Fucking, they don't no, ever it's play not that song. bad. It's a did. whole bunch of shit. But oh, yeah, motherfucker, it, that has something to do with it. For it's sure, it's just our whole society. Like the clickbait world makes people literally dig into shit to be like, oh wow, like well, I, that's what I'm saying. Someone well, literally was like watching a YouTube video of the exactly. baby. It's cold outside, and said, exactly. "Wow, these that's lyrics exactly are very racy." Some mom yeah. these lyrics are shit. very racy. Right. Like, Some mom was hearing their kids play that when they're like, oh, you know I've who, never noticed that. You know who it was? Oh my fucking god. It was that bitch Susan again. Susan stop. Susan, stop snitching on everybody. Dude, well, and then just, or Karen. It's Karen. bad if you it Karen. What's a annoying? <laughs> I'm Karen. <laughs> it's bad too Karen. that these just radio stations just like roll over because these moms and well, baby, what the fuck are they gonna do say fuck you yeah and just fucking play it because no. they've been playing it on the radio since 1944 and people need to get over are it so afraid ass. of getting like devoured by social media that's shit. what i'm saying they, people they are people are bitching at it for about shit. stations playing from six 
states across fucking the country, Dog. and they're worried about. I don't know. It's just annoying, man. As soon as that happens, they'll have a fat ass angry mob with the whole nine. What are they gonna downstairs. do? What is a what is a mob gonna do? Motherfucker, what, what, Illegal. what protesters do today? Cool. So they, protest they the radio squat. station. They squat know. and they will make their fucking point. They will make their point, and eventually something will happen to that station, bro. That shit is not worth jeopardizing over one fucking song. I mean, I get that, but to me, it's just some bullshit. Absolutely. I agree with you. I think yeah. it's all very hypocritical because there's a lot of fucked up shit on the radio. Yeah. A lot. So, Uncle Rich, we got to ask you, man. What's happening? What are some of the, and really, this is for all you guys because I'm, I haven't really ever been the relationship type, like, my whole adult life. So, what are some of the do's and don'ts of drinking in relationships and the things you have to be mindful of when, like, going out with significant others and things like that? Like, (laughs) how do you, like, how do you act? And how do you maintain and how do you, like, balance that side of things out? So first off, you got to make sure that you guys are both on the same level of shitty. You both got to be wasted. Oh, yeah, because you don't want her ended up taking care of you exactly. because or, your drunk ass is being real sloppy. Because well, mm-hmm. that's never fun to wait, like wake up from a blackout and you just you're let you roll over and she's just already awake and just eyes are darting at you mm-hmm. and she just like sleep well. Well, mm-hmm. did ya? If anyone is just now listening to our podcast, uh, take a peek back at episode one. And uh, I had one of those moments in Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I pooped and peed in the corner of the bedroom. Oh or no, I God. peed in the corner of the bedroom. I did not yeah. poop. I peed no, in the corner of the I farted and I threw up from the stench of the, the his fart. own fart. Right. So and then the water wasn't working. All, I it's a great the story. So tune bad. back to episode one. Back in our archives. What what would you so Bimin? I completely get that and like I can imagine because do you ever think about like when you black out by yourself? It's so much better when you wake up and you're like. I'm so glad no one was here when I was fucking yeah. in my bathtub, mm-hmm. like yeah. upside down, mm-hmm. like that kind of shit. Like, time. I don't know how that happened, All but I'm glad nobody was watching me. College. So, <laughs> so <laughs> that's like, that's, I can't even imagine like oh waking God, up like, dog. oh, you were barking wait, in the no, corner no, 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 by no, yourself, wait, wait, like wait, wait, at wait, the wait, bar. Tea time, tea time. Was your, with your significant other present? Yeah, she was there. She cleaned up. Yeah, after. <laughs> yeah. I peed. I've also I got, real quick, Rich. I got real drunk in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and I uh, peed in the corner of the bedroom on two separate it's occasions for the city. Yeah, went to sleep in a one set of clothes. Woke up in a different one. Oh shit! Uh, was told that I peed in the corner of the room throughout the night multiple times, and then uh, the next morning I was really hungover and I was pooping and I farted and I threw up. Wow! It was <laughs> it was gross. That shit must it have was been gross. potent. It, no, it was gross. That's I was just hungover. Terrible. But anyway, go back to what we were saying. <sighs> kind of forgot what we were talking well, about. The honestly. do's and don'ts oh, yeah. of drinking in a I relationship. Saying, man. Yeah. You know, I have been pretty shitty, but I have not been to the point where I needed to be taken care of by somebody else. I don't know. If that's I really, have. not in the whole duration no. of you've your relationship. You've never been life. shitty where like, you've got to like... like oh, somebody damn. has to scoop me up. Walk. No, I've never been that shitty, bro. When I get drunk... I get belligerent. No, but I mean, like, not even to the point where you need to be, like, carried, but, like, to the point where you don't know what the fuck you're doing because you're so drunk that you need to be, like, led around. No. Never? Never. I highly doubt that. No matter how 
how much I drink. I've never been like like out of it like that. I've like talking been, gibberish, that nope, type of shit. Nope. Now when I wake up, now if you wake me up out of my sleep after being drunk like that, yeah, for sure. I'll be tired. I won't remember shit. Yeah, because that's, yeah, that's that's your like, MO before you get to that point, you're a pass out guy. Right. But You've dude, been pass out guy before, right? I, no, I've never fucking tapped or like passed out like in the street drunk. Like I've never been that guy. All right. I, look, what I, you know wow. what I did? You know what I did? Fucking hammered in my room one well, day. That, Me and my girlfriend got into an argument. You know what the fuck I did? I fucking spiked my phone like Gronk. <laughs> And that bitch ricocheted off my floor into my laptop, and I fucking two for one broke my phone and my fucking laptop. That bitch went through my laptop like a goddamn fucking samurai sword. Fucking went through my laptop. I didn't even bother to pick the shit up till so the then, next morning. And you know that look that baby you were talking about? Mm, you know what you? Yeah, I, got, yeah. I caught that fucking look. So let me ask you this then. Like, we'll get back to the, like the do's and don'ts real quick. Sidebar. Mm-hmm. What's the drunkest you've ever been? The dr- oh. Hands down, my first time. Dom took me out to a college party. My cousin Jordan was out there too. So no one ever took care of you then. No, Dom Richard's a, Richard's a puke. Dom man. took. He didn't. He wasn't carrying me around. Okay, but he was watching me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So you've literally like never had I've a never situation. Had I feel like I remember like around, helping no. Richard to a fucking bathroom or two in my life. And if you if you could feel like a motherfucker, you could put well, a fucking I just, time I just on feel it. Like, you can put some you can put some fucking meat behind that dog. I, I just feel like there was some time right? in high school because like you're you you were a bigger never, you were a bigger than smoked, average. In high more, school, I started out smoking. I didn't really drink. I drank. Okay. Probably Dom took me to my first. Co- I'm telling you, Dom took me to my first college party. I was probably like my first time drinking, like 16, 17 years old. But you look thirty two, <laughs> motherfucker. You look thirty. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah, everybody thought I was a vet, so they're handing me bottles left and right. I'm taking bottles, smoking black and mild blunts and shit. I remember laying back in my cousin's bed, motherfucker. It was a wrap. Got the spins, projectiles, vomiting. Yeah, Dom did. took me down to the room, uh, to the bathroom and shit. He lost it. He, if my brother, God bless him, if he was here today, he would still bring up that eighth of weed. He fucking lost because he was taking <laughs> care of me. <laughs> he brought it up every chance he got. He was like, nigga, and he was bringing it up while I had my head in my fucking lap. And he was like, nigga, I lost the eighth of weed because you. I would dart my eyes over him and fucking lost the eighth of weed over you. He's funny. And he would always bring it, but you know what, my brother, he did watch me. Mm-hmm. He, went, he didn't let me like go nowhere by myself, get fucking jumped or anything like that, because I was out of my element for sure. But yeah, I was not like pissy falling over. No. So yeah, that's then, crazy. Yeah. So that's like a big dude's mentality. But I don't know. I just, I, just, been, like, I drink before. crazy, so I I've done it plenty of times. Yeah. So really, like when you're shitty and your girl's shitty, how does that like? Because so, I feel like so it look, usually look, does not let, end let me, well. Let me, let me put a little spin on it, fellas. And I, I'm, I'm, I know I'm a little long-winded. I get it from my dad. But I was on the opposite end of that. I went out I was third-wheeling for my boy Nigel and, and, and his girlfriend Savannah at the time. Nigel Thornberry. Motherfucker, might as well be. But they were both hammered, equally hammered. They were both on it. And that's the thing. Like, like they fucked it up because their chemistry was just off. They were both equally hammered and, like, kept fighting. So, you know, I was in the back fucking tossing them back. You know what I'm saying? While they're fighting and shit. Yeah, you see me in the background. The show. Fucking, like, yeah, just like, tossing oh, them don't so, mind you know, me. They're like, you know, let's get an Uber and get the fuck out of here. So, you know, we're walking out. His girl takes an L. Pow. 
just fucking falls on the floor. You know what I'm saying? And just sits there like, Nigel, get me the fuck up. And Nigel <laughs> looks at me like, bro, Nigel. help me. I'm like, dude, your girl is a fucking a buck 30 most. Pick her up and let's fucking move. Like, yeah. Uber pulls up. So then, you know, she was done being shitty. She's talking to the Uber driver. Hey, thank you so much for picking us up. You know, I'm Savannah. Like, this that nerd. Nigel's in the back seat, fucking gives me the backhand to slap to my chest. Bro, I don't feel good. <clears throat> and I'm like, motherfucker, I'm over here motioning to him. I'm like, put your fucking window down in the but back of the Uber. So he puts his window down. Did he whisper it? Or... No, he didn't. He thought he but was But he thought he was The lady was hip. She was cutting me the eyes in the rear view the whole time. She would just look at me because she knew I was the only one that was like there. <laughs> so Nigel's outside of this Uber going 80 miles an hour, throwing up, hurling, bro. They drop us off. They both slam the door. Bye. You know what I'm saying? Being nice and shit. Soon as the Uber left, they start fighting again. So the chick takes another spill in her driveway, getting her keys out of her purse. And oh, she's crying because she can't find her keys. In the middle of her crying, she fucking lets out the fucking most disgusting fart. Fart. <laughs> in a dress, dude. And it was one of those where she was on the cement. She fell on her ass. So it fucking ricocheted off of the cement, bro. And like fucking smacked me in the face, bro. And I at that point, I just turned around a little bit sicker. I'm like, you know what, man? I'm away, this so they open their door, and I fucking called a ride out of there, man. So that's a, that is an example of you know you being turned on the same level, like I said, contradicting what I said earlier, and then just not working the fuck out. But you some know, some major that. don'ts, obviously, like when you're going out, is obviously don't mix your liquor and your beer. Oh, because yeah, I, yeah dude, there's nothing worse than getting down the grade. The times too. I get the worst is when my homies are around, and it's my best friends where I feel the most secure. And I drink the drinks that they give me. My boys, like from like my childhood, are the only people that can get me to take shots out when I'm out. Like those are the only people that'll get me there. But like that's oh, why dude, I get the drunkest when I'm around. Bro, my- not, and just another thing, ladies, that that is not a fucking gender specific thing. I have been fucking drugged before. So, Rich, you were talking about earlier gender roles when you're like in a dating situation or how you feel that girls in certain situations act a certain way because of their gender. So, I wanted to talk about that because like there's just like kind of like the rules of like approach mm-hmm. and things like that that may need to be flipped on its head in okay. the dating game. I mean, and, and guys, I mean, with me, you know, Green, come on here. And for those who are listening, I mean, I mean, I'm a sensitive person myself in my ways. And if I, you know, if the way that I come off offends you, I apologize. But I feel that, you know, as far as, you know, initiating contact for, you know, somebody that you're attracted to, I feel like, you know, the gender responsibility of that is fucking played out. I think that if a woman is looking at you, let's say a bib, you know, a girl is looking at you across a bar and you have a feeling that she's looking at you, but you know you're fucking looking at her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know that if you don't fucking get up and make this move, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like, you know, as, as sure as you feel like that, I feel like that girl is probably looking at you. Now, ladies, if you are that girl, I think that you're over at the other end of the bar thinking that it might be desperate if you get up and go talk to bib. Fuck No. Because the number one thing that is sexy to guys is fucking confidence. Hell yeah. We love confidence. And I think that that shit is played out. You know, I think that a lot of all gender roles are played out. 
Let's fucking mix it up. You know what I'm saying? Because really, how like what is your batting average with the dudes who have approached you in the past? Is my question to um, females. So like oh, the I guy you're asking, Rich. No, that. like, like the, oh, where are like, you going? With like that? I was about to be like, I get hit on by gay men all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but God, no, like that's my hair. thing. Is like, what's the batting average with the guys who just go straight up to girls? Right. Like they right. have to be over a hundred. Like they're just. Cause I know guys who are overly aggressive and will like, and that's where it all comes from. Like that mentality to where like they need to be that aggressive to get it to work. Like it's usually the guy who isn't being aggressive. Who's going to be the dude who you should actually fuck with at no the end doubt. of the day. No doubt. Like so I said like, about that quiet guy, it's mm-hmm. that quiet guy in his room. That's the fucking most interesting <laughs> motherfucker that's there. Yeah, you know, because he knows not to talk. It's exactly, a smart move. Exactly, dude. I'm yeah. all for gender reversals. I'm, oh, that's what I'm saying, not dude. I'm trying like, to be a stay at home dad. Not even all the time. <laughs> like a thousand yeah, percent. Yeah, like I'm down for let my do girl. Why can't a girl be the breadwinner? Hey man, yep. best, why can't if it works out, then it fucking works. The best part about it is my girl right now. She's down for it. So. How I much mean, does like, Rich hey. look like the statue in the corner of the room right now with his hair? He does. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you do kind of look like yeah. Sam Adams. <laughs> me, me and Sam Adams jogging. We twinning over here. Oh, man. But can we kind of go back and go around the room to like some About of like what? the do's and don'ts when it comes to drinking and relationships? Because I think we'll with this group that we have here, we're going to hit some uh, interesting things. To so the only on. thing that I could on my front, I'll get myself out of the way because I don't have a lot of experience say, with, the, guy, with the relationship. I heard about you. So I get, I've been known to get a uh, little right. blacked out and I like Brown. We'll give you Brown. So it's never like no, that bad. Out. It's just that <laughs> brown out just sounds gross. Yeah. It's never that no, bad. It's, it's just Brown, that browning out is a thing. It's not that bad. It's just I'd like, like become like adventure. I get like to the point where I can't like fend for myself like a kid. Yeah. So I have to come find yeah. you in mm-hmm. the middle of Putin Bay mm-hmm. because you get kicked out of the bar because you're barking at the people below. I could imagine, <laughs> but I can imagine you finding them and you you just going there. You are, dude. Literally, so. The, uh, yeah, here's a, here's a story. Like that yep, shit yep. Right there. My, you know how long I was looking for you. So here's Mike a story. Up. We go out. We're at Putin Bay this summer for our buddy's bachelor party, and like the and I knew like a, Ralph got there late, like later, like the second day we were there. So I knew that like that first night, I'm like, all right, he's gonna want to try to catch up with us because we've been drinking all day. I'm like, mm-hmm. you got so this big fucking grin. We're going. We're face. out at the bar. <laughs> we're drinking. I'm like, I'm you know, I'm not, I'm not Hawkeye in him, but I'm, you know, I'm every once in a while, like, I'm making sure he's around. And then like drinks catch up to me. Hey, baby, we appreciate you, bro, for being that though. dude. Drinks you know catch up to me, and I lo- and then I look around, and I'm like, "Fuck, Ralph's gone." I'm like, "Well, <laughs> I lost." He hasn't. Ralph. He he. This has happened before. <laughs> Something. I'll find him eventually. He's a trained vet. So I'm like, I'm asking around. I'm like, anybody seen Ralph? Anybody seen Ralph? And like, it's like I, the squad bloodhound. <sighs> I like, finally get like they're like, oh someone. yeah, I think he left. I'm like, fucking great. All right, hopefully he just he found the cab. No, so probably two thirty, closer to the end of the last call. I get a zero call. chance. By the way, if I disappear, that there is zero chance I made it home, made it home yeah. on my own. So I get a call like two thirty, clo- like closer to three. Like, is this in the afternoon or in the morning? no in the morning? Okay, and then he's just like, baby. Baby, come find me. <laughs> I don't know where I am. I'm like, well, what? What is around you, Ralph? He's like, 
I don't know, woods and trees. Like, so this motherfucker ventured off the main strip in Putin Bay, like into. I'm like, fuck. All right, no well, way. I'm like, this find. There were no people. I'm like, find a road and find a sign, like, so I could, you know. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck were you, you are. Like, no, I'm, I'm drunk oh, too, so I'm walking around. I'm gonna be like, drop <laughs> a pin. Like, no, send me he's, your location. He's way right. too drunk to figure out how to do that at this point. Like, oh, so, he, so he like, finally, that's what I'm saying, bro. I've never been like. He that. finds, never. he finds a fucking sign. He's I like, I'm at Kelly's Island. Club. And I'm like, all right, put it in my phone. Like, I'm like a half mile from it, so I fucking find it. He, this dude's literally like a half mile past every fucking bar on the the last. I think uh, whatever the club is down there, I find him, and I'm just like, I told him when he told me he found the sign. I'm like, sit down right next to it, don't fucking move. And I found him sitting in the South. The funny part, like, the funny part like about it was you were so fucked up. Your child, oh my god! I'm, like, no, I wasn't heated. I was just more. Rel- I was heated that he was I'm relieved. fucking like walking in circles trying to no, find no, him. I mean, yeah, like, no, but no, that is that's the classic store because literally I've been that guy. Finding someone else at like uh when you go out with your boys and you're like ten deep and it's just a shit show mm-hmm. like that's the full intent like there's no like dude I understand there's no female Nervous. like perspective there to tell everybody to chill out well, and, like they're even all... when there is a female perspective dude I found myself puking in a vodka bucket in the VIP <laughs> section so yeah. in a bar yep. in best part. <laughs> The it's, best part about the, the story, cool. yeah, the best part about this story cool. is, so the next day we're, we're all, everybody's waking up, we're talking about it, and I'm like, yeah, like, I found Ralph, they're like, oh, like, good, like, we were worried about him after he got kicked out of the bar, I'm like, what, like, what happened, like, I just heard he went home, and they're like, well, he started just <laughs> going in the corner and face. talking to himself, like, and then he noticed that people were below the bar, and he started barking at him, <laughs> so, <laughs> Do the bark. Yeah, let's get a, let's get a sample of the bark. Come on, no. And then I think uh, do the bark. Come then on, I think it. we tried to go to a different bar, and the bouncer wouldn't let you David, in. Let's let's get a sample. Come on, you little Come Rottweiler. On. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, such like it's like a little puppy bark, like a little puppy this man, just dude, just getting his balls. He would pick me up from him. my house. And he would drive 10 miles an hour past people and just fucking go ham, <laughs> barking out the window. <laughs> I used to do that in college. People. I just can imagine oh just being someone who's like up at Putin Bay for the night or for the weekend. I'm enjoying my time. I'm at the mm. bar. And, just and all of a sudden, no, I'm just man. like, I'm just hearing a faint noise. I'm like, did someone bring their dog with like them? Like a ten pound and I, dog. Though, and I look like, up and there's a dead, serious kid just grown staring ass at me. Man, no bearded Bark, man. Yeah, bearded man just like a ten pound barking dog. at See, me. The bad part is I knew that it was going to be a bad night when I found out he told off our buddy about his. Uh, so if I was gonna leave, if you were gonna leave everybody off that listened tonight with something, what would it be? Um, uh, that fucking love is the most powerful thing that you could ever like, you know, come across. Like I said earlier, love is, I think it's like not even to be like a sappy motherfucker, but it it conquers hate. It conquers everything. You know what I'm saying? I'm a firm believer in my love or family. That's what I could leave my, you know, my listeners with. Okay. So that's Richard, the love guru. Spence, what do you got for us? 
when it comes to uh you know getting fucked up with your girlfriend don't mix pasta and alcohol <laughs> okay that shit is valuable it's valuable piece of information it, it, it people i'm telling you beyond measure you're gonna see you'll thank me solid coming you'll up. thank me you'll thank me <laughs> especially if we talking fettuccine so you'll noodle, thank like, me the noodles you, float you, my friends spaghetti and meatballs is coming up looking like pasta vazoo you know what i'm saying Dibs, what do you got <laughs> what do you got what i got is don't believe in ghost stories most of them are just hoax Joke. Don't believe in ghosts. Most of them are just hoax. Just I like hoax. I like that. I like that, Amen. Bradley. So what I want to leave everyone off with tonight is um, you may not be living it right, but I just hope you're living it. And thanks for thanks for joining us in the living room tonight. Hey, thanks for having me, Mike. Guys, yeah. I hope you guys have me back out again. Uncle Rich, thanks for coming on. <laughs> See y'all. Peace. This is the Living Room Chronicles podcast.